Welcome to another episode of Love and War, the podcast in which the irresistible force overcomes the immovable object. I'm your host, Lee Ballinger. I'm an author, poet, and producer based in Los Angeles. If you want to know more, check out my bio on Facebook, L-E-E-B-A-L-L-I-N-G-E-R. You can hit me up at rockrap at AOL.com, R-O-C-K-R-A-P, or on Facebook. As long as homelessness exists, it can happen to you. If there is no homelessness, you will always have a roof over your head. Otherwise, with the ongoing elimination of jobs by robots and computers, you will probably end up in the street. In Los Angeles, homelessness has increased 23% in just the past year. Youth homelessness, 61%. 15% of the 230,000 community college students in greater Los Angeles are homeless. These trends are reflected nationwide. There are shelter programs in many cities, true enough. Shelters are not homes, as can be seen by the simple fact that families are not allowed to live together in shelters. In shelters, you do not have a space you control and can define for yourself. In any event, the number of shelter beds in America is only enough for a small fraction of those who are currently homeless, let alone the millions of new homeless people who will hit the streets in the next 10 years. The only way to end homelessness is to put all the homeless people into the 18 million empty housing units which exist in America. Putting homeless people in empty housing units is not a gift. The empty housing units are owned by the government, which we all fund, and the banks, to whom we gave a $13 trillion bailout in 2009. The American people have paid for all the empty housing units. We should be able to stay in them if we need to because, by any logical or moral standard, they belong to us. Paperback I have a new book out called Love and War, My First 30 Years of Writing. You can download a copy absolutely free at loveandwarbook.com. That's loveandwarbook.com. Let me know what you think of it. All night long, me and Senor Rubio stood on opposite sides. Opposite sides of a huge machine with a long runout table. Big sheets of aluminum went through the folder and became baked potato wrap for restaurants. The machine was fussy, cranky. We tended it like a baby all night long. After one long night, I drove home, opened a beer, and began to make breakfast for my babies. I put on the new album by the Allman Brothers, Eat a Peach. I put on the new album by the Allman Brothers that I'd bought on payday. Two guitarists, two drummers, blues, rock, loud. It made me feel good. 
I finished making breakfast for my babies. Eggs, tortillas, chorizo. On the stereo, the album was almost over. It ends with a song called Little Martha. Quiet. Acoustic. The phone rang. My friend's voice was loud but seemed to come from far away. Pat's been shot. Oh, shit. Now I have to deal with this today. My friend read my mind. You don't understand. Pat's dead. Pat loved his nephews and nieces so much that he would do anything to get the money to buy them Christmas presents. He would even rob a liquor store. He picked the wrong one. You don't understand. Pat's dead. Pat was my first mentor. He taught me. Over and over he taught me until he finally got me to understand. This system has nothing for us. At the time of Pat's death, there was a warrant out for his arrest. A warrant for possession with intent to distribute. Possession with intent to distribute ideas. Dangerous ideas. Ideas about a world where no one ever, ever, has to go into a liquor store at Christmas with a gun and a heart full of love. A world of new relations, where all our relations live full, free, and easy. Pat was my first mentor. He taught me. Over and over he taught me. Dodge the bullet, but carry the gun. Carry the gun, but load it with ideas. Spray the streets with them. Make the city a free fire zone where ignorance cannot survive. Can we turn this song from a funeral march back into a love song? Can we honor Pat and create a world of new relations? A world where all our relations live full, free, and easy? Dodge the bullet, but carry the gun. Let's finish up with a quote of the week, this time from Billy Frank Jr. of the Nisqually Indian tribe, who said, Our number one objective in this life must be to find common ground. It does us no good to forge forward in the struggle to survive if we forget that we must all fit in the same canoe. We share this land. We share these resources. We share a common future. That's it for now. If you see me on the street, smile back. Well, together we stand, divided we fall. Come on now, people, let's all get on the ball and work together. Come on, come on, let's work together. Here now, people, 
Because together we will stand Every boy, every woman and 